Welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer on this Monday morning, December 20th. I'm so glad you're along with us today. We have a great day planned as we think about this song, this hymn. We've been looking at carols. We think about this carol, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. This is one of the oldest songs, oldest carols that we sing. It was probably penned in writing before 800 A.D., and of course, it was not in English at the time, but it's been translated. And I'll tell you the story of the translator here in a little bit. It's a pretty amazing story. But it was uh, put to music and chanted probably in the, in the ninth century, in the 800s. And it was rediscovered or it was put into common where we sang it in English in the 19th century. I'll tell you a little bit more about that in a moment. But for now, O come. O come, Emmanuel. This was a prophecy, and we'll read the scripture here, of the fulfilled prophecy, the account of the birth of Jesus as, as is given in the book of Matthew. We'll start with verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to put her away secretly. But when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, uh, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son. And you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. And Joseph awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary as his wife but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. So many wonderful things in this passage. His name would be Jesus. He would save us from our sins, and indeed, that's what he's come to do. That's what he does to each of us who are followers of Jesus Christ. He saves us from our sins. Sin is a destructive thing. Sin destroys us. It destroys others. It destroys everything. Sin is a, to believe sin is good is a lie. It destroys everything, and Jesus rescues us and saves us. He is a Savior. But his name also, the other name, and of course there's many, many names of given him, and in this song, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, there are a number of prophetic names from the Old Testament given that are referred to in, referring to Jesus, one of which is Emmanuel, God with us. I heard recently about the number of American people who suffer from loneliness. It might surprise you to know that, well, I, I lost it, that somewhere over 70% over of people would say they are extremely or somewhat lonely most of the time. And let me tell you, if, if Emmanuel, God with us, we need not be lonely. I hope that we have a relationship with God. See, that's what Christianity really is. More than a religion, as we know this, it's a relationship with God. And God can be very near to people, 
even to the brokenhearted. And even at Christmas time, if sometimes if you are alone, you feel extra lonely. And let me encourage you that this is an opportunity to draw closer and closer to God. It really is. It's, it may be difficult because our mind, you know, so many around us have others are with them, friends, family, and so on. And if you're alone or lonely, it can be especially painful during this time. But God is near to the brokenhearted. And Emmanuel is with us all the time. And so whatever you are go through, whether it's loneliness, whether it's fear, whether it's the need for courage, like what the theme of our faith, upcoming Faith Walkers Conference, whatever may be the need, Jesus reminds us his name, Emmanuel, God is with us. And remember that God is with you. This can be a great encouragement to us, and I hope it will be. I'd like to read the story of a guy named John Mason Neal. And I take this from, as I've mentioned before, some of these stories about the carols I've gotten from a book entitled Stories Behind the Best Love Songs of Christmas by a fellow named Ace Collins. You can get it on Amazon. I believe the Kindle version is on sale pretty inexpensively, just a dollar or two. And it's worth, worth getting. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. But um, the, the more common, the more modern translation, that's quite a story. Are you ready? This song owes its worldwide acceptance to a man named John Mason Neal, born on January 24th, 1818, 200 years ago. This Anglican priest was educated at Trinity College in Cambridge. Brilliant, a man who could write and speak more than 20 languages. He should have been destined for greatness. Yet many feared his intelligence and his insight. At the time, church leaders thought he was too evangelical, maybe too much of a free thinker, broke with tradition to, to be allowed to influence the masses. So rather than get a pastor in London, Neil was sent by the church to the Madeira Islands off the northwest coast of Africa. Pushed out of the spotlight and given the position of warden in, all of, in, an, in an all but forgotten locale, it was expected that he and his ideas would never again find root in England. Yet, Neil refused to give up on God's calling on his life. Let me say that again. Yet, Neil refused to give up on God or God's calling in his life. On a salary of just 27 pounds a year, I'm not sure how much that was. It doesn't sound like it must have meant much. He established the Sisterhood of St. Margaret. From this order, he began an orphanage, a school for girls, and a house of refuge for prostitutes. And these noble ministries were just the beginning. When he wasn't ministering to those who could truly be called the least of these, the often frail and sickly Neil reviewed every facet of Scripture and Scripture-based writing he could find. It was during these times he came across a Latin chant, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Seizing on the importance of the song's inspired text, Neil translated the words into English. The tune that went with Neil's translation has been used for some years in Latin text versions of the song. It was a 15th century processional that originated in a community of French Franciscan nuns living in Lisbon, Portugal. 
Neil's translation of the lyrics, coupled with, with this uh, Latin version, was first published in the 1850s in England. Within 25 years, Neil's work, later cut to five verses and called O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, grew in popularity throughout Europe and America. I think that's pretty awesome. Because you know what happened? Did you catch the story here? The guy was brilliant. He was, he thought outside the box. He's creative in his thinking. Sounds like he loved God and had very evangelical thoughts. And so he was a threat to the established religious order there in the church in England. So what they do? They sent him to some place where they thought he could never influence people. And what did he do? He went and he was faithful. We talked about this yesterday. Oh, come all ye faithful. He was faithful. He served with the little he had in the sphere that God gave him. He made the most of it. He worked where he could. And miraculously, God took what he did and he multiplied it in an amazing way. What an inspiration. What a story of faith for us. What an example of what we need to be, folks. We need, he didn't, I, I don't know if he complained or not. The story here doesn't seem to indicate he did. He probably wasn't happy with where they sent him, but he made the most of it. He probably wasn't happy, but he made the most of it. And sometimes life can be like that with us as well. Is that not correct? We make the most of it. We're faithful where we're planted. We do our best to love God, to love others, to serve God, to serve others, to, to take the couple loaves and fish that we have and give them to God and trust He'll multiply them. And evidently that's what happened as he was faithfully serving in that remote location in West Africa and got and he ran across this, the lyrics of this old, old chant, put it to music, translate it to English, and 25 years later, it became this popular, popular song, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. And so, who knows? Who knows what God will do with you and me if we're faithful? Our circumstances might not be what we wish. We might even be in a place where we think, I'm kind of stuck. Not with the hand of God behind you. Not with God's hand upon your life. Not with His grace. Not with His favor. Not with His blessing. God sees, just like God saw um, John Mason Neal. You see, our God sees everything. He saw what was going on. He saw him. He saw him there alone in West Africa. God sees you and me too. Amen and amen. I do want to pray today for... Um, uh, I'm thankful, you know, two people who are on our live stream almost every day. Shirley, I don't believe, is with us today. She texted me earlier. Shirley's in, in India. And she and Johanan, they told me, she said they can't be on the next couple of days. But they had a student meeting they have in India, gospel outreach at Christmas time. You know, they're, they're, they're really in an oppressive religious situation there. And there's a lot they can't do. But one thing they can do is at Christmas time, because Christmas is known in India, they, they have Christmas programs and they, they make the most of it with their evangelism. And that's a time when it's okay for them to be very outspoken about their faith. And she said they had, she texted me and they had 104 students come to their Christmas program. Now that's pretty awesome. That'd be awesome if it weren't for, for COVID going on these days. But, it, but it's awesome that they had that many in general in their ministry reaching out. 
My guess is, I didn't hear the details, but my guess is most of those people weren't saved. My guess is a great number, number might have even just been Hindu. And they came, they heard the Christmas story. I'm sure they shared the gospel. I would imagine some of them came to Christ. So that's pretty neat. And then we also want to pray for Diane, who's a regular here. And I see she is on this morning. Diane, we greet you. I know that uh, came down with COVID this weekend. I'm My small group here that I'm involved with, uh, my, my Bible study group in Columbus, and um, boy, we have about seven, eight families in our small group. And four of them now have COVID right going on right now. And so we didn't meet this last week. And I'm hoping I don't get it here right before Faith Walk. You can keep me in prayer because I it's a big conference coming up for us. Um, but we pray for all these people as this outbreak of COVID. We pray the symptoms will be mild. That's what we're hearing so far. And we pray that that's what it will be. And those who get it will recover quickly. And we pray that through this this uh, illness, this virus, that, that um, we'll be victorious and be healed, protected, and that God will use us in our lives. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we bless you today for sending your son Jesus, who would save us from our sins and who would indeed be Emmanuel, God with us. I want to thank you, Father, that you're not a far, far away God. I think, Lord, it's so much religion and so much understanding. You're, you're unaccessible. You're so distant. You're so far away. And yet, Jesus, when you came, you were God with us. You walked among us. You experienced what we experience, the challenges we, we face, the difficulties, the weaknesses. We want to thank you that you are a God who came near. Indeed, you are a God with us. And I want to thank you that by your Holy Spirit, you are still with us. And I pray, Father, that you would give each one of us an awareness of your presence. I ask that we would be, be aware and practicing the very presence of God. And no matter what comes our way, whether it's we feel alone or abandoned, betrayed, or whether we feel fearful, whether we feel inadequate, whether any of these, these difficult experience or whether lord we we're on top of the world and everything's going wonderful whether we're in the hills or the valleys on top of the hill or in the valley of despair whichever it is we'd remember we're never never alone you're always with us if we're up on the mountaintop you put us there if we're down the valley lord we're not alone we're you're with us always emmanuel god with us we thank you and we praise you might we walk in this awareness day in and day out? Might we have that spiritual confidence that not only are you with us, but you love us, you're for us. And because of that, we walk in victory because an overwhelming victory. I pray today, Lord, that we wouldn't just be getting by. I pray today we wouldn't just be surviving. We wouldn't just be, uh, because it's not the type of God you are. You said in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer. And I pray we be conquerors today. Father, we pray today for those. We do want to pray and thank you for what you did there with Johanna and Shirley in India and the 104 people, uh, guests who came to their meeting. I pray, Lord, that they'd never forget what they heard and that they're, the seed that was sown, the, the gospel seed, the word of God sown to those students, there'd be fruit, there'd be salvations, there'd be disciples, there'd be ongoing ministry to people who were there. We pray for them. Give blessing, give fruit, give
give success. Let your gospel run rapidly through India, we pray. And Father, we pray for all who are ill with the COVID, for Diane, with us, and all, Lord, so many people that I know right now who have it. I pray for your protection over them. I pray for their complete healing, 100% healing, Lord, in their lungs, their, their, they, if they have a temperature, if they have body aches, headaches, whatever it is, I pray that they not lose their appetite or smell. And I pray particularly, Lord, watch over their lungs and give each of them uh, good breathing and good oxygen intake and their oxygen levels will be high in their blood. We pray for this. Watch over your people, protect them, and, and bring healing in their life. And we pray, Lord, as this uh, COVID is once again spiking in our country and talked about quite a bit, we cry out again, Lord, we, we don't, our, our eyes are not on the scientists, our eyes are on our God. And we pray, Lord, in our nation, in our land, that we would turn to you and cry out to you and learn from you, and seek refuge in you and seek peace from you. Lord, help us to, of course, we, we pray for good treatments and therapeutics. We pray for wisdom on how to treat our illnesses. But we do say, Lord, our eyes are on you. And we pray for this and we pray for our country and a great revival in our land. We pray, Lord, not only healing of bodies, but healing of souls, healing of souls in our land. And I fear, Lord, that in the midst of this pandemic, that people aren't turning to you. And I pray that we would, we, the people of God, would set this pace. We will turn to you. That's who we're looking to for our healing and our salvation. And we bless you and we love you and we give you this day. Be glorified in our lives. This day we pray. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hey, I do say there, when I'm at last prayer, I'm, I'm certainly not against taking therapeutics or taking, you know, treat, treatment. And, we, and if you're sick, as I've understood, the key to overcoming this is quick treatment. Get on the right therapeutics quickly. I believe in some of the, what would be considered alternative therapeutics that are out there now. Um, if, you, if you're interested write me personally and I'll tell you what they are, okay? But that's what I believe. But I think the key is get treated quickly. Don't put it off. If you think you got it, you got to get on the right treatments quick and then you can kick this thing. If it sits in and, and if, it, if you don't, it can settle in. It'll be a little bit tougher to overcome. Emmanuel, God is with you today. Don't forget it. And remember, even if God's got you in a place where it seems like you're on a West African outpost, he knows where you're at. He sees you. He'll use you. He'll lift you up. So you be faithful. Faithful you're at. And God will multiply you and plant you and do great things. Nothing can stop our God. Amen? Amen. You have a great day. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow morning right here. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.